Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of the Raw Recap here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca. Excited to talk about this Raw. So much to go. I even got in. I even got a little banter going back and forth with Ryan's girlfriend last night about this Goldberg stuff. So we got a lot going on. And speaking of Ryan. You guys misrepresented me in that conversation, (laughs) and we'll talk about it. But Speaking of Ryan, that's that man to my right, the editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Satin. How are you, bud? I'm doing great. It's it's like not 100 degrees today for once, which is nice. For now. For now. Fingers crossed. Oh, man. Yeah, I I interviewed Ethan Page yesterday who's an impact wrestler and but he's not from california and he was like i don't understand how people are wearing pants in this weather it's so hot he was like you know in flip-flops and shorts or whatever i was like no trust me i get it i was like 
I've worn shorts to the office every day in this 100-degree weather. I don't even care. You made fun of me the other day because I had flip-flops on. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could. I'm, it's just not my nature to do it unless I'm, like, off, off-site. off Fully off-site? Yeah, when I'm at work, I have this mentality because, you know, the way I was raised, it's like I got to wear jeans, I got to wear a button-down or some polo or some version of that. It's just my mentality. I get it. The kids nowadays, they wear whatever to work. But that's how I'm built. Well, I mean, luckily, I, I, I run my own site, and yeah, there's yeah, really yeah. nobody like, who really cares. But when I used to work at TMZ, there was always that, like, vibe in there. Yeah. Well, not, the, not the polo necessarily, but definitely, like, the, I had a boss who I'm very friendly with still to this day, but yeah. he would always get mad at me for wearing shorts. Like, he was like, I'm telling you, if you want to be a boss, you want to be considered one of the higher-ups, <laughs> you can't wear shorts to work and that's flip-flops. True. And I'd be like, well, we work by the beach, so. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. <laughs> You know, it does the beach. But I, yeah, I get that mentality yeah. too. Luckily, my 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 one sole boss isn't here in the office as like right. monitoring me twenty four seven, so I can get away with it. If I had my own site, trust me, I just wear my underwear to work. That's all I'd wear. Uh, but that's the way you wouldn't want to see that. I'd look like you wouldn't, want to, you wouldn't want to see me walking around the office in my underwear all day. I, I got to do that for four years before coming here. So fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, let's jump into this thing. Raw, so much happened uh, last night that was so great to talk about. But let's start out with Samoa Joe coming out here. Uh, well, first of all, they had a very touching tribute to the uh, uh, incidents that happened in El Paso uh, and in Dayton, uh, what happened with the shooters there. Uh, so heartbreaking to see everything that happened. And they did a nice, beautiful tribute. You could tell some wrestlers were really emotional about it, especially Alexa being front and center. You could tell she was really uh, broken up about it. I think that's a positive thing. Whatever your political affiliation are, a bullet doesn't know what side of the fence you're on. It just takes you out. And unfortunately, that's what happened over the weekend. And uh, kudos to WWE for offering a sweet tribute to that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that sometimes the mentality in wrestling is you... It used to be is like don't start the show off on like a somber note mm. with something sad. I mean maybe like a ten bell salute for a legendary wrestler, but you know like you don't want to bring uh, the real world problems into your fictional TV show. But I think it's great that they do that. Yep. I think that you know to show that these people you know are, are hurting just like everybody else. Uh, it means something. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know if you saw this, but did you see that the bouncer in Dayton? Yeah, uh, who oh, was a former wrestler? Yeah, who stopped wrestler, the yeah. gunman from coming in? What, what is a pro wrestler? He's I guess his name's Jeremy Ganger, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but he uh, wrestles on the East Coast, uh, smaller indie right. indie stuff. Right. Uh, but I mean, shout out to that guy for yeah. being a hero. I mean, that guy. I, I I don't think he's got a pro wrestling tease story yet, but he needs to get on it because yeah. I, I, people need. I want to be able to sh- you know funnel support for him in that yeah. direction. But yes, I agree with you. Very classy of WWE. Same for the Harley Race tribute. I yeah, think that, absolutely. I think the fact that they yeah. did both. Yeah. Was very uh, classy on their part. Um, yeah, very classy on their yeah, part. Absolutely, yeah. So we'll talk a little more about Harley Race later on in the show. But Samoa Joe comes out after that very nice tribute. Really angry that he's getting accused to be the one who attacked Roman Reigns in that terrible vignette they did last week. I can't believe they replayed it. I, 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 we should just walk away from it and pretend like the wild card that it never happened. Disagree. Yeah, whoa, you're insane. Well, anyway, he went uh, off about it, and he went at Corey Graves. He stood up on the table, uh, and he was saying, like, I'm going to take over Raw, and Raw doesn't start without me, blah, blah, blah. And then Becky Lynch's music started, and she walked out. So that was that. But what did you think about that beginning? Uh, you know, I, look at you. Although I, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, so okay, good. Because yeah. I, I think that, yes... While the initial thing was a little cheesy uh, with the way it was shot, and we appropriately joked about it last yes, we week, um, it's growing on me a little bit. And yeah, okay, look, it, 
I realize that all the social media things are so are just so cheesy. They're so dumb. Mm. Of like, it's the forklift driver. It's not the forklift driver. Right. Roman Reigns is is okay because it was just a mistake on a forklift driver's fault. But now he's realized that it's not the forklift driver's fault. So he's not angry. And all this is going down on social media. And while I, it, it it's cheesy. I also think look it. WWE entertainment in general is yeah. to give people an escape, to give people something to get their mind off of the mundane mm-hmm. daily life they're they're going through. Sure. And as silly as this Roman Reigns stuff is, it's providing fun content on social media. It's providing fun stuff on the sh- interesting stuff on the show now. Um, it's giving you know Joe something to do. It's kind of yeah. giving like a mystery vibe to different people. Was it Buddy Murphy? Was it Daniel Bryan? Was right. it Samoa Joe? Was it uh, Rowan? Was it Rowan? You know all these yeah. people. So I, I like. I like that uh, okay. that vibe of it. I thought Samoa Joe did a great job here. He did. He, 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 throughout the night. I mean, mm-hmm. Samoa Joe has been killing it lately in general. Right, the right. past, you know, since he's come up to the main roster, I think. But really, ever since, like, that AJ Styles feud to now, he's mm-hmm. just been, like, he's just been on another level. Yeah. And I, his whole, a lot of people tried to act last night. Yeah. And I felt like Samoa Joe's the only one who did a great job of it. Thank you. That's uh, a great point you make. Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that, you know, when we'll get to the Seth Rollins uh, act attempt later in the night but but Samojo was the only one who was who was acting last night yeah, yeah. and in a believable manner where I like he had a full arc yep. uh, and you you weren't like nah, that's not believable of course yeah. he's going to be angry the Samoan summit got messed up right, last right, week right. or whatever you know <laughs> he's angry and now everyone's accusing him when he was he was trying to attack Samojo and you yeah. know his homies in front of his face or whatever you know so yeah. um I like that he was like there's not one frame of me no matter what Caleb Braxton, there's no one frame of me next to or near Caleb Braxton, blah, blah, blah. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, with the Becky Lynch thing, I've noticed a subtle shift to where they're trying to get back to where Becky Lynch was yes. when the man first popped off. Because her interrupting Samoa Joe was kind of like the Becky Lynch we all yes. were into. You know, yep. this is the Becky Lynch everyone was pumped on. Um and so I think that that was smart to do yeah. that, especially on the heels of the WWE 2K20 announcement. Uh, did you watch the commercial? That commercial is great. It's so good. Her crashing through the top of the ceiling, and then everyone's going like, "Damn!" And all I can th- and Stone Cold on them. All I can think about is who still. It's incredible that this is the woman that does it. No one. I mean, people. You could have won millions of dollars predicting that this was going to be the woman that breaks through and like levels the playing field in such an incredible way. No one saw it coming. Doesn't take away anything from the other female wrestlers that came before, but there's something about all the factors combining into Becky Lynch's push and Becky Lynch's natural like personality and how the fans have responded to her that got her to this spot. And it's pretty incredible that she's the one that crashes through. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you'd gone back in time, you wouldn't have guessed that she'd be the one that that is Ronda or Charlotte that is crashing through the glass ceiling of the boys club yeah. and walking up to Hulk Hogan and saying sorry about your ceiling dropping something in his drink and walking on genius yes. and I love it and you definitely wouldn't have been able to predict that a year ago and yeah. so um, I really think the commercial started the like help of like getting her back there a little yeah, bit because you go like, that's, I remember that's the Becky right, Lynch I've been right, waiting for when right. she's talking shit to all the legends not the one where she's like High-fiving him and stuff, you yeah. know? And I think that's probably why in the next match they didn't have her team with Trish Stratus, even though 
You probably should have had her on. Yeah, let's talk about that. That was such a weird thing, having uh, Charlotte pair with Becky after all the animosity between them. And then you put Trish with Natty. Natty's kind of like the heel, possibly, Mm -hmm. in this feud. Totally the heel in this. Or she's the heel in this feud. So why is she with Trish, who's not the heel in the feud with Charlotte? Charlotte's the heel. It was such a weird... Because, like, what was the reason? There was no reason given. Well, the reason was was clearly so that Trish Stratus wouldn't have to wrestle. Yeah, I which, guess. Which I get it. You know, to be honest with you, I actually at the end at the end well, of it all, she do a full match. What? I'd rather get her some get her some minutes than than not. Really? Of course. If she's going to wrestle a full match in seven days or six days, I'd rather get her some minutes so her timing is good. See, uh, practice. We talk about practice. I mean, yeah. she's clearly practicing. It's not like she's not practicing, right? But in ring, but like you know, live event. Ring is yeah, not. Yeah, but it's not like Trish doesn't have an experience in the ring in front does. of a crowd. Of I think that doesn't apply as much with Goldberg. a legend like Trish Stratus. Look at Goldberg against Taker. Because he's probably not in the ring training. I don't think <laughs> he's like going. No, it's not, I don't think he's like sitting there running the ropes for an hour and like, you know, doing all those kinds of things in the ring and, and taking, and taking <laughs> bumps, you know, taking flat back bumps repeatedly to right, try right, and get true. back in shape. That's he's not fair. doing that, but I could definitely see Trish Stratus doing that. I mean, sure, she, sure. Um, I don't know that, but I don't, I, I have a, I'd have a hard time believing she wasn't doing that. Yeah, especially right. if this might be one of her, especially if this might be her last match. There's yeah. a good chance this could it's be her point. last match. Um, and because it might be her last match, that's kind of why I felt like it was okay. it was smarter saving her. to save it. Yeah, okay. You know, you save that. Like honestly, yes, it would have made more sense. Like I said, to have Becky and Trish teaming, but when it was over, because the whole time I was going, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, but when it was over, and you saw that like Charlotte went out of the ring, yeah. that that you know Trish had to come save the day because she's the hero. Right. You know, when you see all these kinds of things, you're like, oh, okay, well, they did appropriately. Build up Charlotte mm-hmm. and Trish. Mm-hmm. They did appropriately build up Natty and and, and Becky, mm-hmm. and at the and, and ultimately they didn't give it all away. No, they didn't. And you're right about that. And maybe that's what it was. Is like by having them be in these alternate tag ma- tag teams that it, it didn't allow for one narrative to overtake the other narrative. You're able to sell both matches that are going to happen at SummerSlam, and you. Uh, at the end, you're like, okay, we saved Trish. Charlotte got her shots in on Becky, so that feud is still bubbling underneath. And then Natty got the sharpshooter on Becky, and Becky's angry about it. And we saw that in their uh, backstage interviews as well afterwards. And at the end of the day, <laughs> you've also preserved Becky Lynch's badassery a little bit yes. by not having her um, well, bow down to Trish Stratus. Right, that, she, right. that she's not like, oh, I'm going to let Trish Stratus take this. You know, like she, and when Trish Stratus helped her, it was like, hey. Yeah. Right. You know, it was like she didn't need it. So I like that. At the end of it all, I liked it. Even though I was like looking at it going, "Mm, if you were going to do that, it might make sense. Yeah. It was a weird decision, but it kind of worked out possibly. Yeah, and it was different. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll take this. Yeah. Well, the backstage interviews were given there. We should jump to that uh, before we move to the next (sighs) match. Yeah, interesting. What (sighs) did you think of that with uh, Becky and with Natty? You know I like Natty. I know you do, brother man. You know I'm a fan (laughs) of Natty. And you know I gave Natty props last week. What do you think then this no. week? No. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I, I think Nat, look, I, it's tough for me because Natty is an awesome individual from yeah. what I've seen, what I know behind the scenes, and what I've I researched. think she's a fantastic wrestler too. And she's obviously because she trains a lot of them yes. when they come through. 
But there's something about when she plays these characters that just does not ring true. I agree with you in that sense. She doesn't have that heel thing when she makes the switch that's believable. It looks like someone putting on cosplay of a heel and isn't a full heel. I completely agree with you. I do not think playing the heel is her strong suit unless she's got someone to, like, play off of. Like, when she was managing Tyson Kidd and Cesaro or, like, things like that. But... I, I don't feel like she because you see you've seen her on Total Divas yeah, and yeah. you've seen how sad she can be on there and her struggles right. and, and, and you've like gone through it with her. Um, it's it's just not as believable yeah. in my opinion, yeah. you know. And so, um, especially going to Canada, I think that you can easily have Natty play the like Canadian pride thing, yeah, and yeah. some people will just see that as a heel thing, and you don't have to have her say the word sharpshooter a hundred times in a promo, right? Um, and 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 it, I, and many people have broken out of that sharpshooter over the years multiple times, so it's not a scary move. I was almost wondering if like they're giving them a little bit more leeway in their promos to like Maybe. do their own thing, and she's just struggling with it a little bit. Well, and that's when you find out who's really got it instinctively and who needs to have it written for them. I really do. I, and I saw that, and we'll talk about it in the 24-7, same thing. To me, it's like, if you've got it, and I, I, I go back to what's we, that interview, uh, whatever uh, Freddie Prince Jr. did on ESPN, talking about Cena and Cena saying, some people got it and they don't got it. He's talking about wrestling. But I think with promos, and for me being a stu- student of actors and an actor myself, I, that's, I look at the WWE with a different eye when I watch these yeah. promos, right? And so for me, that's what I'm looking for, authenticity. Absolutely. And some people authentically can play that role well and can roll with whatever's given, and if they get a little rope, can make it work with that rope. She doesn't necessarily have that ability, and it's always been, to me, the thing that has held her back from being like the top star, the superstar, is that little bit that's missing on the mic, and it shows this time. And I feel like if you go back to the same thing over and over again, it's because it's a crutch. I do think though that she is much, much more authentic uh, when she is playing the face face character. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you'll get no argument from me on that because because she is good at like getting the crowd into her, like getting behind her. You know, people want to support Natty. You know, and so yeah, I I agree with you wholeheartedly in that aspect. And and because I watch it the same way. Right, I grew up in TV. Yeah, yeah, you know, I went to acting school forever i always wanted to be an actor going yeah. until i started working in news randomly and so like i i also watch from a yep. different lens like that and so that's why i said the same thing about Samojo earlier and that's why i'll say what else we'll talk about seth rollins still later <laughs> yeah and becky was fine in her promo as always yeah, yeah it wasn't uh, bad her promo wasn't bad yeah uh, all right let's move on to one of the matches of the night uh andrade versus ray Lord God, thank you so much, whoever decided to let this happen, for giving us this match. You just said it was God. Thank you, God. It was so fantastic. Gracias, Dios. Wrestling God. Yeah, Dios. Uh, It was such a fantastic back and forth between Ray and Andrade here. All over the place. And limited Zelina interference, which I thought was good, too. She interfered when she was supposed to, which was perfect. But everything else that was happening, all these insane moves, the flipping over, the stuff outside. Man, when he flipped over and threw uh, Andrade into the... That sunset flip Yeah, the sunset flip into the powerbomb, into the side of the... I was just like, holy crap. Like, dude, when he did that, the when, bumps. when Andrade... No, wait, sorry. When Ray did that springboard moonsault and Andrade caught him in, like the crucifix yeah. position and then it turned into the crucifix i went like what the f- hell <laughs> or like when when ray did the like um when they did the thing together the uh, what's the word i'm looking for the when you do the roll with your feet thing yeah yeah um <sighs> all right anyways you know what i'm talking about the victory roll there we go the you like the victory roll thing and then it flipped up into the destroyer i yeah. just my mind just like 
what? Yeah. Like, you know, like, even the moment on the corner when you thought maybe they botched Ray's hurricane run and he got stuck underneath, having Andrade, you know, jump both his uh, feet onto Ray's chest while he's pinning it, that's just fantastic work, you know? And you're watching, yes, luchador wrestling is where is where it is, but these guys kind of elevated into a main roster type of uh, uh, approach, and I love it. I love watching when they get chances. I mean, I said it on Twitter last night that I mean, just the chemistry in yeah. the ring between Andrade and Rey Mysterio is off the charts. Yeah. I mean, it is insane to me. Those two guys, they're just like on another level when they're mm-hmm. in the ring together. It, I, my mind is blown. I mean, I, ha, I, I don't have enough good things to say about yeah. it because they're just so good. And when you factor in Ray's age and, and, and you just go, how is he wrestling on the same level yeah. as a guy Andrade's age who's like peak physical condition? And you just go, man, thank God for stem cell treatments, dude, because yeah. they saved Ray Mysterio's career. I mean, he is just revitalized. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is putting on matches that he was putting on when he was like in his 20s. And you just go... Hell yeah, Rey Mysterio. Hell yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I, I just, I, I've said it before, but like, one of these days we're going to do our top 10 wrestlers list. And, and I honestly think Rey Mysterio is going to be my top five. I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. I Don't just, apologize. This this is, is, this is going to be our per, my personal top yeah, five, I think, right? Not like who's actually the top 10 greatest wrestlers of right, all time. Right. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out the parameters at one point. One of these days. But he's, I mean, dude, like, he is just. It's insane. Yeah. It's just insane. Uh, the, the fact that he's spanned this many decades and is still putting on those kinds of matches, mm-hmm. and, and it just it, it blows my mind. It, it absolutely blows my mind. I feel like he has to be one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I don't disagree with you, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I think uh, the, in, in terms of endurance, in terms of accomplishments, in terms of his ability to work with just about anybody. I mean, influence. Influence, right. And it's rare. And the fact that he, and the fact that he, you speak about influence, and the fact that he, of all the luchadors, he is number one at having gotten to the top spot in the main promotion. Yep, and that is incredibly rare. Without and losing that his mask, influences others. Yeah, without losing his without mask. losing his mask yeah. at his size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to, I mean, not every luchador is Rey Mysterio size. They're right. big luchadors, yeah. you know. Um, but his size, he, the fact that he with his size. He was able to get to the top of WWE, which is a big man's game in America. It blows my mind. Yeah, I thoroughly agree. I got a lot of shit this weekend for from Conan. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, of course. We talked about it. That was weird. Yeah, Conan. That was a weird one. I'm just... You would think like it was like, like you know, I just, I, who cares if I don't want to watch AAA? Peep this! Look, I, I loved Conan when he was in the red and black, when he was in NWO. Like, oh, the best. And I, so, I love Conan now. He's, yeah. I, I, we argue. We see, don't see eye to eye. He believes I am a quote-unquote snowflake, social justice warrior type. But, like, no offense. If you're going, if you're on the other side doing a 20-tweet thread as well, back and forth, you got a little snow on you as well. No offense. It wasn't 20 no offense, tweets, LAX. Broca. Don't make me look bad. I'm just, it wasn't... no, you both. I'm saying you both. I know, I know. I know. If, if you're both going back and forth, that's Snowflake City. No offense. <laughs> that's why I finally had to say something. I was like, are we going to call a spade a spade here? I yeah. mean, you can't call me a snowflake and be involved in this conversation. Exactly. This that's team. the way it works. I hate to break it to you. I will say I do want to go back and watch Cain Velasquez's match, though, because I want okay. to see how well he wrestled. Because okay. I'm interested. I love Cain Velasquez. Fair. Fair. Well, we'll see what happens. All right, let's move on to the 24-7 title. This happened at the OBGYN. Wow, was this horrible until R-Truth showed up. In my opinion, Maria and Michael are just absolutely terrible. And when we're talking about acting, which we just did earlier, 
the fact that they were just repeating the same lines over and over again that they've been repeating over and over again the whole time but the but the pinning was brilliant having the OBGA do the pin OBGYN do the pin on the back of Mike was brilliant and then the R truth stuff was genius you got your baby I got mine I thought that was great but I'm so I hope we're done with the canalysis on this. Please. <laughs> you left out the two best R truth lines. You went with the wrong one. Oh. OBG why not? OBG why not was hilarious. And my water broke. My clothes. <laughs> Yeah, As he drops that baby out from his crotch. I haven't seen anything like that since the uh, Daniel Bryan Miz baby, fake baby situation. Yeah, I, someone <laughs> someone brought up uh, how it was like when uh, those broken Matt Hardy things, when the when she, when Rebby Hardy came out with the fake baby like it was Maxel or Wolfgang, <laughs> one of the two, and Wolfgang and threw it at Jeff and he caught it like, what? And then Matt put him through a table. It was very similar to that, too. Um, yeah. Okay, before I get all that... I, the the producer person in me, the producer in me, yeah. when I was watching this, I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing at the set of this oh supposed God, OBGYN. The yeah, yeah, it was just purple curtains, like yeah. these curtains. Or, you can't see the ones over there, but it was just like curtains on on clearly like a brick concrete wall, um, and, and then just TVs up that say OBGYN with the doctor's name, um, and for some reason. Like, it was spread apart, so yeah. it was like O-B-G-Y-N, which made it even more ridiculous looking. <laughs> um, I mean, I laughed. I'm sorry. Okay. I laugh at these things. Do I think they were, like, uh, some expert comedy acting? No, I don't. That's the shame of it. I enjoy it for what it is. I mean, it was just, it was just ridiculous. I mean, no. Would I say that their acting was great? No. Did I laugh? Yes. Did, okay. I, did I? Was I ashamed of it? little you know <laughs> but but i mean i could i mean the her degrading mike is making me laugh okay her him pinning her while she's got her legs spread that was fun funny i like that especially with the with the female because we had talked about pinning her yeah while she's having the baby or pinning well, the baby yeah i mean yeah. I, you know yeah. And then the doctor the female referee taking off the doctor's thing yeah, counting great. I, I laughed. Um, uh, Carmella and R Truth in the waiting room was too funny. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Right when you, when you panned and saw what was going on, I honestly expected them to drag it out longer instead of just one segment like uh, that. I expected uh, it to go a little more, but um, it made me laugh. I mean, him saying my water broke. Yeah. And That's dropping the saying. baby. It from all the... works when our truth shows up. Everything before our truth was just not good. I, it was frustrating. Our truth should honestly get a shirt that was your quote just now. It says, "Wow, this segment was horrible until our truth showed up." Yeah. <laughs> That's like the story of his career, the segments he gets handed, and somehow he makes them work. He always makes. I went back and I went into a wormhole the other night with all his stuff with uh, uh, Goldust. Okay. All Great. the vignettes between him and Goldust are the lack of a better term, gold. I mean, they're just fantastic to watch. Yeah. And him trying to convince him to be his partner. Uh, uh, all of it is just brilliant. So to me, uh, you know, that's where R-Truth lives best. So we'll see what happens now with him having the title again. And I feel like the, you're not, the Canelses aren't leaving the 24-7 title picture anytime soon, I don't think. Damn it. Well, tell him, new, give him new lines, for God's sakes. The same thing over. And like, like, she lost the title. All she did was like. <laughs> like, that kind of overacting is ridiculous. Do something real. Start to try to get out of the stirrups and go get the title back. Like, do something authentic. Anyway, let's move on. All right. Uh, so, I, I, love you. Yeah, I love you act like it's on her doing that. And, that which, 
and not what she was directed to do. She was not directed to be like, don't give me anything, just sit Have there you ever and do the same over those thing. backstage segments where they literally just stare at each other like this? Yeah. As the segment goes, it's the same exact thing. Well... No, it's literally the no. exact same thing. You can make things work within the parameters of what you're getting. No, I know, but they don't know. They, they do that for cutting purposes. Yeah, but if you stay on them for so long, then there's... That's a, not on her. No, but an actor can ask, how long is the camera going to be on me? That's what an actor does. I, the good one. This is live television, Roka. All right. No, that's pre-taped. That one was a pre-taped, Thank probably. You. All right, let's move on. God probably. Damn we know who knows. That's true. Well, they did two separate rooms. All right, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Uh, you know, Lesnar comes out with Heyman. They cut... Another one of these good promos. Hammond calling out Rollins, saying he's got more balls and brains. All going, uh, all this stuff. Laying the girl, say, you know, like I, I hear he's here. He shouldn't be here. It's insane that he's here. Blah blah blah. And then Rollins shows up, hobbling down the ring with the chair, gets his ass completely handed to them, to him. Gets an F5, then during the commercial break, gets another F5, uh, and then Rollins gets on the mic. All right, up until this point, how are you feeling about everything? I thought it was dumb. I'm sorry. Even, him hobbling down. Just the whole, yeah. The whole, Before so we even get to his okay, promo, okay, yeah. Okay. Before we even get to his promo. It was just dumb him because they're showing the show. Oh, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. But does it show that? That's what I'm saying. That was probably That's their clearly, intention. That was clearly their intention. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It goes, you go like, why is he stupid? Yeah. You go like, he can't, he's physically, he can't do it. Yeah. No one's going to like care. Why would you do that yeah it just makes you look dumb yeah right and injures you more when you could be healing up so that you'd be closer to 100 percent if we're buying the storyline yeah if we're going yeah with the parameters of the storyline he could be home training blah blah blah. he could have done a promo from his house or whatever showing him like struggling to live to her he literally could have done that whole promo from a pre like a like a a, via satellite that he did at the end like i'm hurt all of that i mean i like that we got brock lester on the show yeah true i mean i i think it helps when he's on the show repeatedly i don't disagree um but you but like like i don't think it may in I don't think it endeared him like a Tommy Dreamer to the crowd. Yeah, right. You know, I think that it, it, it instead made him look dumb. Because, you know, with a Tommy Dreamer, he's beaten re- repeatedly, uh, keeps getting back up. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little different than already got beaten, yeah. came back, and then not beaten even as bad because he's so weak. It and, was just kind of like, what? And telegraphed the whole thing by walking down there with a chair. Yeah, because I honestly thought that we were... I mean, I know that it's like one of those wrestling tropes, but it definitely seemed like he was doing the whole hobble to the ring thing, and then he was going to like trick Brock Lesnar and be at full strength and fight him back, yeah. but... He should take cues from his girlfriend like Becky did with the crutches. Yeah, I Becky we hobbled getting... down and then boom, she used the crutches and got the best to run or whatever, even though she was on a weak leg. So that's what... You... <laughs> Right, that's what you needed to see. But it got destroyed, then we got this promo, uh, which I, man, this promo to me came out all kinds of wrong. I get what they were going for, right, to kind of turn the tide, because people are turning on Seth on social media. Uh, People are kind of booing him when he comes out now, because they're kind of tired of this whole game with him. And him and him going overboard defending WWE on social media against other wrestlers, too, that rubs fans the wrong way. All of it is a bad mix for him right now in his career, and him doing this promo did not help at all, in my opinion. What did you think? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think that it's a mix. Uh, look, I respect Seth Rollins for going out there and what he's been saying Absolutely. to defend like the company he works for. I hear that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it does turn some people off. It does turn some fans off uh, mm-hmm. who were like, well, 
we're Moxley, we're Team Moxley, we're Team Mox, so fuck you, Seth Rollins. And I think it does turn some people off. I think also on top of that, um, you know, looking like, like, I'm trying to think of the right word. But the Becky Lynch stuff didn't help him. No. Nope. The Becky Lynch stuff just didn't help him at all. It didn't make him look like a tough guy. Nope. It didn't make him look like a guy who should be who, who has the ball of the company and is running with it. It kind of brought it down a little bit. Yeah, undercut him a little bit. Um, and when you look at, like, what's ahead, you go, well, if you remember, he like, had to low blow Brock Lesnar a hundred times to beat him. That's a good point. You know? Like, That's a good point to throw into this as well in the whole ball of things. Yeah. Yeah. He it, didn't beat Bre- Brock Lesnar like in like devastating fashion. Right. He pretty much cheated to beat Brock Lesnar. I mean, I know that we we just like Brock Lesnar and wanted Seth to win, but if you look at it like, you know, cut yep. and dry, he cheated to beat Brock Lesnar. It's yep. not like he did anything like heroic or anything like that. And now he's pissed off Brock Lesnar, who retook his title, ma- ruined yeah. his insides, and now he's going to ruin him at SummerSlam. I like all of that. I just felt like this promo was like, it just felt very acted. It was literally the opposite of Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe felt very organic throughout the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all his acting beats made you feel like what he was doing was authentic. Yeah. You know, like, this is who this person is. I don't think anybody believes that this is who Seth Rollins is. Yeah. I think that... Kind of like you said with Natty, my problem always with Seth Rollins as a face has been it doesn't feel authentic to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying that I think Seth Rollins is a bad person, but Seth no, no. Rollins is a cocky dude. Yep. You know, that's why he went out there on social media and said all that stuff, because he truly believes in himself and what he is doing, and he wants to wave that flag. And you know what? Like, uh, that, that attitude, as much as I appreciate it, because... Uh, I'm kind of like that myself. Yeah, yeah. I think it turn, it does turn other people off. I think that I, I have that happen to me all the time in real life. Where like, mm. you know, when you're too cocky and when you're too, like, don't need anybody else, people don't like that. Yeah, you no, know? that's true. And, and people look, fans start to look at you differently, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, no, why doesn't he, he needs us, we're the fans. You know, we, right. he, he needs us. Why doesn't Without he us, kiss our butt? Bar? Why doesn't he kiss our ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without us, he's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so why do we care about him? Oh, and now he's Becky's. You know, he's punking himself out for Becky right. all the time. You right. know, right. so I mean that that's how a large portion of the crowd is starting to look at Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and I think that this promo didn't endear him anymore to that crowd. If yep. anything, it did the exact opposite, where everyone was going like, "Yep, yep." That's yep. That's what we think, I don't and disagree. that's why he was getting what chance by mm-hmm. the end of it. What chance? Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> so I'm telling you, the what chants come in handy. They're supposed to be there to let you know you ain't doing a good job. Anyways. Take the what uh, chants all you want. They are a perfect indicator of that. Uh, but one thing I think they are an indicator of, regardless of whatever we disagree yeah, on, yeah. but like they are definitely an indicator of whatever you're doing is not working. Yep. Yep. And uh, for the majority of the crowd, mm-hmm. uh, at least the ones who were there live. And so, um, yeah, I just think that. Plus, it's the same beats over and over we've heard so many times. And this crowd isn't going to be sympathetic for a guy in fucking skinny jeans. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I love, I, you know, I I got nothing against people who wear skinny jeans, but I'm sorry. This crowd isn't going to be all sympathetic to guy in skinny jeans crying about getting beaten up in the ring. Like, and how he doesn't care about getting beaten up. That's just not going to work, you know? At least Tommy Dreamer was in sweatpants when That's he was true. doing that kind of That's stuff true. and covered in blood. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, if he'd come down in his wrestling gear, maybe that's a different maybe? situation. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe? I just think yeah. that a lot of oh, fuck, skinny jeans asshole crying maybe in the ring. Maybe should have with shorts. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and flip-flops. Shorts and flips. That's why people love Matt Riddle, dude. He's yeah, got them true. slides. That's true. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, Matt Riddle, he's like me. Where's some flip-flops? 
Yeah, that's true. It's a fair point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like in him, like uh, we've seen it. Like Cena did that to The Rock. We've seen every single time. This is my life. Uh, this is Reigns did that whole angle a year ago. That whole promo, same thing a year ago. Where he's like, "This is where I live. This is where I breathe." Blah blah blah. All that stuff. So every wrestler does that shit. We're tired of hearing it. To be honest, we've heard it from numerous wrestlers over the last few years, and there's nothing authentic about it. And know? also, most of those were like. Yeah, as right. opposed to like uh, right, in the corner, right. it was almost like Raven esque, where it was like you start wondering if it's all worth it. Yeah, is it right. It? Is it all worth existential it? crisis? Is <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. The Raven thing makes sense. That's a great yeah, connection. Yeah, he was looking at the like, "What about me? What, what about, about me? Seth Rollins?" By the way, I loved that angle until it went too far. With Raven? Yeah. Raven. I love Raven. Yeah. The What About Me was great, and then it just got to be like, when it veered into whining territory versus like actually angry that he's not getting the opportunities, then I was like done with it. But it was great for what it was when it first started. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, honestly, I think Raven is one of the best wrestling characters of the Attitude Era. Oh, hands down. Hands down. I think like in most... I don't think like most popular of the Attitude Era, but a be, one of the yeah. best characters of the Attitude, Attitude Era who just like defined... Who was one of those like people who was just of the time? Yep. You know, like yep. that. I don't know necessarily that gimmick works today. No. But it fuck yeah, it worked then. It was a grunge thing. The grunge so it thing, yeah. Work now, but like I mean, it might. You never know. Like, he, but they never bring him come back. Full circle. No, not not Raven himself. I just mean necessarily the right. gimmick of like rich kid who right now is like brooding grunge kid. Right. I, I always like that mm-hmm. that thing that yeah. gimmick. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to Kurt Angle in the backstage with the Street Profits there. Uh, they bring out the milk, talk about how they're, they were fans of him because he won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck. All of it, pouring milk into his cup. Really fun banter between <laughs> when he, them. When, when, when Montez pulled the milk out, I was dying. Yeah. Like the way he did it cracked me up. It was just like so, like he opened, like, oh, we're going to party or whatever he said, and like pulled out milk. I love that. <laughs> it was great. Uh, and Angle doesn't get a word in edgewise between those two dudes because they're just so great at, you know, controlling the mic and doing well with the mic and, and more power well, no, He had that one line. He goes, he said, uh, I promised my wife I wouldn't get crazy tonight, oh, guys, <laughs> when, they, when they pulled out the milk. That's right. That's right. Uh, but then, you know, we see McIntyre behind it, and McIntyre uh, says, you know, you better call it down the middle because uh, you're going to be a guest referee to me and Cedric Alexander, um, which, of course, we find out a little bit later doesn't fully, fully happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, but good promo for all of and Street Profits, especially talking about their match coming up here uh, at TakeOver before SummerSlam. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, no, I thought... I- I, I feel like the street problems are fun, even they're though they're not ready. like they don't have like a full purpose yet on the show. They're, they're already ready, man. Yeah, they're ready, right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. They're they're already ready. They, they, I feel like they have to be dropping the tag titles this weekend, yeah, and yeah. that's really the only reason that like they've things have been they've just been doing the same thing on Raw yep. without actually wrestling. Um, especially because they're also trying to get over the War Raiders right now, and so mm. or the Viking Raiders, excuse me, uh, the Viking Experience. So uh, they're still trying to get that over. So they just kind of like character building on the street profits yeah. while you know in-ring character building for the war raiders so i like it i thought kurt angle was fun here and i like they was. they threw back to the drew mcintyre thing yeah because yeah. i you know that was a big moment for drew mcintyre's like trajectory so yeah. um i think it made sense to play off of that for sure yeah, yeah yeah well you speak about viking raiders they had a squash match next anything you want to say about that 
I think I think the, you can I think the majority of the crowd is starting to is starting to side with you as opposed to me here. I, I think I'm I, prescient. I keep telling you people. Yes, go ahead. Well, I just think it's starting to be too many of them. I think that, yeah. that, that now there are starting to be too many of them. I think that it, it does feel like the fan base is a little bored. It, they were quiet. They were pretty quiet during the match, and I don't think it reflect. I don't think it's reflective on the Viking Raiders. Right. Agree. I think that I, the fans are just like, okay, we're ready for something else. Like yep. you, you started them against formidable opponents yeah. and then you relegated that you took them off for a few weeks and you relegated them yeah. to these jobber matches which is fine for a few weeks but they've been going for like a month now yeah. and I think that people are ready to see them uh, transition into a feud I'm assuming I'm hoping it'll happen after SummerSlam and I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that's the reason it was just prolonged because it was like well what are we going to do we, yeah. they're not going to be in a match SummerSlam so We'll just wait till after summer slam. And there are not that many face tags exactly. for them to go after. Face tag teams, rather, for them to go after. So that's concern as well. I actually think that that's, that's the, the reason they, they should have never been positioned as heels. Uh, heels. Yeah. I just don't think, I don't know. I just Yeah, yeah, it's a great point. I just don't think it was needed. I think that their, their moveset, as brutal as it is, I think that it, it's... A, a brutality that people cheer for. Yeah, it's not like you're like, oh no, you know, you're like, yeah, that yeah. that that bigger dude can fly off the top rope. That bigger guy can do cool stuff. Yep. And Raymond Rowe can just, or whatever his name is, Eric, whatever his yep. name is now, Ivar, whichever one he is, just he can just elbow the shit out of people and knee the shit out of you. Like those guys are badass Vikings. And I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like the the heel factor isn't clicking because they're not really doing anything that's heel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not promo they're not cutting promos yeah. against anyone. They're yeah. not anything so it's like, oh wait, are we supposed to be cheering them or not? And I think that's where the real confusion ha- has kind of messed with everything. Yeah, agreed. And, and hopefully that we'll get something as you said after SummerSlam and they can really show what they can do because yes. all of us who like them as wrestlers want to see them in something where they get tested, challenged, win, lose, whatever. We still want to see them in the ring. And even in losing, I think, as long as good matches, you're still putting them over. That's what I uh, that's always been my claim. All right. Uh, great homage to Harley Race here in the, in the, near the middle of the show. Actually, sorry. Yeah, because I mean, sorry, just before, before yeah. you, before, sorry, I just yeah. hate to cut you off. No. But yeah, I really hope after SummerSlam, it's, it's the good brother. Well, the OC, the sorry. OC? The OC versus Viking Raiders. Because that Only would club. be killer matches. And yeah. I think that positions totally. the Viking Raiders in a way that will get them over more. Yeah, maybe they'll be faces right after the SummerSlam. And it's, it's a, why not? You change everything else all the time. And it's not the like fly. they've done anything that heelish. Right, right. They're not attacking anybody. No. Untoward. No. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing extra shit after. They've insulted the fans. Right, nothing like right. that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the great homage to Harley Race, fantastic. You know, unfortunately, we lost him. Uh, 76, I think it was. Yeah, 70-something. Yeah, 76. Something like that, you know. Um, 73, one of the two. Toughest. So I'm like, I, I remember going backwards to watch his matches when I was first getting into WWE because with King of the Ring, all that, that's where I got to know Harley. And I was like, what's, why does everybody fear this old man and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, that was my mentality. Yeah. And then when I went back and watched his matches, especially stuff with Flair, you're just like, holy shit. I would have put, you know, it's hard to argue who are his top three rivals for Flair. Is it Dusty, Harley, Ricky, or Steamboat? Or is it Steamboat above Harley? Like, it's tough. And so the fact that he had these also Sting. Great, yeah, and Sting, right. But it's later on, right? Sting as well. So those those are great. All four of those are fantastic. But Harley ha- what, carved out his own niche in that way, and I love that. What a great wrestler. I just think, you know, when, you, pers- when you think of the NWA, you think of, like, tough guys. Yep. And there was no one who embodied the spirit of the NWA more than Harley Race, in yeah. my opinion. I think that he's just so, like, 
You know, when you think of that era, you think of like, you think of like someone's dad who you wouldn't want to make angry. Yeah, right. With you the know, big meaty hand. Yeah, big meaty hand. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? He like goes to a factory right, all day. Right. He's and got like, the gut, but the gut's all muscle. And yeah. You're like, How is that possible? Yeah, exactly. Right, you right. know, and so uh, even even just like the like the random placement of his tattoos, like mm-hmm. he didn't have like some sleeve or like you know all you know like it was kind of like me. I have one, but it was like this, and if I had one here, and just kind of like randomly placed tattoos, and it was just like a tough dude you wouldn't want to piss off in a bar i feel like and and uh i always i he was one of those guys that you know because of that he was always so respected by everybody Mm -hmm. and so um even if wwe maybe isn't where he was like where he's most associated with um i think it was great that wwe did that i think that you know he is someone who deserves you know the attention on raw like that um and also apparently he need because when whatever happened he was um going to a convention yeah so he wasn't like at home when it happened right when he was hospitalized yeah. and so apparently when he was they knew he was going to pass mm. soon uh and family wanted to see him he wanted they 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 wanted medicare to helicopter him to uh his home i think wow. i think st louis I think yeah, he was yeah in atlanta he's from st louis and uh and he um WWE, apparently Medicare wouldn't pay for it, and of course, and so um, they reached out to WWE, the family, and when it was brought to Vince McMahon, he instantly approved it, yeah, and they sure. paid for Harley to be transferred to another hospital so That's he could awesome. have a few more days to see family mm-hmm. and friends and stuff like that. Um, so kudos on them for doing that, absolutely, and for doing a tribute to Harley. Yeah, yeah, and and you know the WWE Network always does a great job of doing these tributes and then finding these matches. And so look for that. Uh, I always, you know, obviously it's always sad to lose a member of the wrestling family when you've grown up watching them, but when you see the tributes and the vignettes and them uh, showing the matches and putting them all together, it's a great way to rediscover them or explore them again and fall back in love with what they did and their legacy. And that's always cool. So hopefully something will be coming soon for Harley that, that is merited. Uh, all right, uh, Cedric and McIntyre get into this thing. McIntyre attacks Cedric from behind uh, and they fight outside the room. Some br- brutal moves on each other. And then, I don't know, of course with Kurt Angle there as the guest referee, but I don't know where the fiend shows up, puts the claw on angle, and that's that with the laugh. Uh Ryan. Uh well it's funny, when I was watching when I was watching this at home, uh, and Cedric Alexander started to walk out and, and he was getting way too much entrance time. Like <laughs> you're like you knew it was coming. in my head, I was like see him and he was like so hyped up doing like multiple arm pumps, and I'm like, mm, they're giving Cedric Alexander a little <laughs> either he's real hyped. Or he's about to get attacked from behind. And yeah. literally, like, as I had that thought in my head, you just see that one shot from behind where he gets Claymore kicked from behind <laughs> in the head by Drew McIntyre or whatever. And I was cracking. I was like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and so, they're, you know, they're fighting. Uh, and, man, that DDT Ooh. from Cedric Alexander was so cool. Oh, yeah. When he went running off the, the barricade, dove off onto Drew McIntyre and did that like spinning DDT thing. I went, whoa, the WWE roster is in like uh, a, a contest right now to see who can do the coolest DDT lately because yeah, yeah. there have been some awesome ones and this one was maybe at the top. I thought that was so cool. It just looked so smooth. Uh, both of them played their part to perfection and you know what? Since I am one of the people who was enjoying the Cedric Alexander Drew McIntyre feud. Um, I feel like it's it's elevating Cedric Alexander yeah, absolutely. to another level and I love it. Um I was so invested in them fighting on the outside 
that I had completely let my guard down and wasn't thinking about what's going to happen next. So when when the lights started to hit, I went, oh, <laughs> like it literally like it got me. Like it was like the pure just the fan of me went, oh, <laughs> you know. And I, I loved it. I, I I audibly made that noise, and it was so cool because you went, how did I not think? Because you right. right when it happened, you weren't thinking about it. It just happened recently to another legend. Right. It keeps happening when there's a random person in the ring. But I mean, were you expecting it? No, not at all. Right? Yes. I was totally surprised. Yeah. So yeah. when it when it started, like I went like. Yeah. I didn't know who he was going to attack. Yeah, me neither. And then when he went after Angle, like, okay. It made the most sense. Yeah, it made the most sense. Because you don't want to ruin the push of Cedric or even Drew who's trying to get and back just, up there. Yeah, it's just not and unnecessary. Away. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and, but best part about the Fiend thing yeah. is that he's using that Man of McClaw again. He is. It wasn't, it may, maybe it was just a one-time thing for the Foley thing because you know Foley can't take bumps or whatever. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Got a mustache hair in there. There you go. Uh... Maybe it was supposed to be a one-time thing. Like, oh, here's a workaround. Right. Use the manimal claw because right. he, can't, he can't take a bump, and they all were backstage just like everybody else watching at home going, actually, that fits. Mm-hmm. That, that works. It's also a great moment of passing the torch. Like, first time he does it is on right. Foley, and then he kind of, like, adopts it from there on. So I, I thought this was a hit all around. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. We'll see how much more. I'm just like... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm writing it out. I okay. want to see where it goes. I want to see where it ends up uh, and who he fa- and when, when the fight happens at SummerSlam, how that goes down. Then I'll see how I feel about The Fiend and everything like that. Because I've, I've been sitting on the sidelines occasionally loving it and then occasionally like worried about it. So that's the way I feel about it. I am very much looking. I, I actually think it's one of the things I'm looking most forward to this weekend is The Fiend's yeah. quote-unquote first match uh, in WWE with this new adopted character. I'm wondering... Yeah. I'm just wondering what the differences are going to be. If it's going to look like a normal Bray Wyatt match or if right. he's going to try and, like, change things up a little bit. I, I am really looking forward to this match. Yeah, yeah. And I will say this. I'm a Bray Wyatt fan. I didn't have a problem with how he was built or how he was. It was all a matter of, like, booking and what have you. But that character was incredible. So uh, I want to see what he does with this. I don't want him to flame out again with another character because then you only get so many strikes. I also really hope because, you know, because I already, you know, I've already reported that Finn Balor's taking a mm. vacation after SummerSlam, sometime after SummerSlam. Um, I hope they write it in a way that writes Finn off appropriately yeah, for a yeah, few yeah. months and also helps take the Fiend, kicks it up a notch yeah, for the yeah. Fiend. I hope there's something they can do that isn't just the Man of Claw took him out for a few months or right, whatever. I hope right. they like do something really, like really extreme to kind of yeah. like really sell the fact that the fiend is fucking insane fair point all right the new day comes out with biggie and xavier's take xavier woods rather taking on the oc uh all of them gallows putting the makeup back on which was awesome it was cool gallows and anderson and aj styles come out and they start beating up on biggie and xavier ricochet comes out attacks the oc and then what do you know we got a six-man tag uh they go at it but the oc does get the victory on Xavier, as Xavier usually does take the pin. Um, but this helped push the OC uh, forward. The big day, I mean, New Day doesn't need it, so it was good to help them elevate the OC a little bit more. And hopefully, Gallows, and hopefully, this whole thing is like a revitalization of this all. And this certainly is a good step forward for that. Absolutely. I mean, each week they're kind of adding a new wrinkle to the OC that mm-hmm. you go like, oh, that's what we missed. We missed when they right, did that. And right. so um, I think it's all going in the right direction. Absolutely. You said New Day loses nothing. New yeah. Day loses 
absolutely nothing by taking the loss here. Um, did you did you see the video WWE put up after the show no. of the OC? No, no, no. no. If if you're like Roken, you haven't seen it yet. Go to Twitter and go check it out. All right, it is hilarious. It's about how they're going on a world tour, hooking up with moms. And, it, and it's, like, all about how, like, it's, like, no, moms love us. Like, we're coming for your mom and all this kind of stuff. And then at the end, Sarah Schreiber, like, asks them something. And she and, and I think it's AJ Styles. He goes, wait, are you a mom? <laughs> and she goes, no. And he goes, gross. And he walks away. <laughs> but he says, like, under his breath, he's, like, gross. And like, walks away. <laughs> Crack me up. Weird. It's so good. It's, the, it, okay. it's so weird, but it's hilarious. Right. Go watch it. It's, it's hilarious. They're cornering the MILF market. All right. So, um, some the OC, other, you know? The OC, that's, that's true. Watch the OC. That's a fair. Oh, my God. Are they leaning into it? 16 years ago yesterday, it debuted. Wow. I thought that was a fun fact. Maybe. Holy crap. If they can get someone from the OC to do a promo with them. No, no ah. they're not. I've noticed, if you've noticed, I, AJ Styles, um, uh, AJ Styles, uh, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gals, all three have not leaned into the OC joke the mom, at all. The mom stuff? No, I, that, that was me just making a joke. Okay. I have not seen them on social media lean into that joke at all. All right, we'll see. All right, Samoa Joe comes out again, uh, does the thing that a lot of wrestlers do over the last decades of the WWE, coming out, pull, saying he's not leaving until certain somebody comes out, puts the chair in the center of the ring. The show isn't going to go forward. Uh, and then a, a PA comes up and goes, hey, man, Roman is actually outside in the parking lot. And Joe goes, oh, he's in the parking lot? All right, I'm running out there. <laughs> Runs out to the parking lot. As he's about to confront Roman, who's pulling up and about to get out of his car, Roman's car gets hit. Whoa, you left that way. <laughs> Wait, did you talk about when he's in the ring, too? Oh, yeah, sure. He talk. had a whole thing, which was also super awkward when yeah. he was in the ring first. He was just sitting there. And he was just sitting there. And I was like, and then the guy had to come like, hey, no, now he's pulling up. And you're like, does Joe just not have to understand yeah. what people are telling him backstage? Yeah, Corey was like, guess uh, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sorry, continue. Because I, I felt like we couldn't leave out that weird, awkward <laughs> in-ring part. It's yeah. fair. Uh, but yeah, you get the, the Roman's car gets hit by, T-boned by a car. Then that car takes off. Joe starts to step towards, maybe chase the car. But then all of a sudden, Joe becomes a nice guy. Tells Roman to stay down. That, uh, you know, uh, where's the emergency? Where's security? Blah, blah, blah. Then Triple H shows up and everything gets... This was weird. Did he just go face randomly all of a sudden? Like, what, this, what just happened? Yeah. Uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did enjoy this one a little more than I loved this. Yeah. I enjoyed this one more than the than the the thing falling on him because at least it looked oh, a little more yeah. realistic. I liked the the like almost confrontation between Joe and, and Roman Reigns and then the car coming and him going, Oh shit and like diving <laughs> into the car. Um I like that shit is the word that they can get through yeah. now. They can like if you're gonna get one word through on Raw, it's gonna be shit. Yeah. And so uh oh shit and dove back into the car. It, it looked, you know, realistic sure. to a certain degree. It was him in there, wasn't it? Was, it? it was, yeah, it yeah. looked like it. It looked like him in there. Um, you know, it was, it was uh, Roman Reigns flex, flexing that Hobbs and Shaw acting <laughs> muscle now. He's like, no, no, no. I do my own sets now. I almost threw an axe at a, at a camera guy. <laughs> I, held a, I held a big wrench. I, I'm good. I, I, can do I my moved sense. the wrench from here to there <laughs> in the background of Hobbs and Shaw. I got this, Vince. I'm all over it. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I felt bad. I tweeted the joke about that last night. You did, and someone replied to it and said, "Wait, Big Goose doesn't have any lines in the movie." And I just, 
back to the person. And they were like, well, not spending my money on that now. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, I didn't mean for that to happen. Honestly, and sh- I-, I didn't want to like mess, get myself into a deeper hole. But it, now that I've seen it, too, mm-hmm. after you talked about it on the show recently, yeah. um, <laughs> honestly, Roman Reigns' lack of lines actually made the movie more entertaining for <laughs> Jamie Iovine and I. Okay. Because it was fun watching them try to squeeze Roman Reigns in as many scenes as possible and giving him something to do in the scenes so there'd be a reason for him to be a glorified extra in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he was a glorified extra. Yeah. And- Other Samoan actors... Got lines <laughs> who are like who no, have no notes and no name, but Roman couldn't get a line. In fact, there were two two scenes where they cut away as soon as Roman opened his mouth. That's not good, man. So, but uh, you know, once again, well, I, technically I, he had one line. Well, yeah. What was that? Oh, like he got in all his moveset as well. Um, so oh. sorry, sorry you got tracked there, but uh... and Roman shouldn't be the reason you go, go see or don't go see that movie. For God's sake. Frosty was getting so mad at me in here in the office when Rogue and I were talking about this. Yeah. I was saying how like unbelievable every single thing that happens in the movie yeah, is. And is. he was just like, you, you're going to complain about that while watching the Fast and <laughs> exactly. the Furious movie? You can't complain about that. I mean, they drove cars through buildings from building to building, which was absolute horseshit. Uh, uh, yeah. That happened in this movie, too. And it was well, true. It, it was like and then he drove on like a hangar like walkway. And I was like, come on, you can't do that. <laughs> this is a fucking video game. But but it was so true. fun movie to watch. It was a fun it movie, was to, fun watch. movie <laughs> to watch. Um, back to this, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I really did enjoy I, this. It helped elevate everything. It's yeah, like, sure. No, Agreed. It was almost like the person who, it almost felt like the person who's supposedly attacking uh, Rowan Reigns was pissed that he didn't get credit for it. Yeah. Like a serial killer would, where you go, like, he was like at home going, forklift driver? <laughs> what the shit? Well, gotta go run him over now, you know? And so I, I like that element of things. <laughs> Enterprise, I need a rental car. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Um, so I, yeah, I, 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 I laughed at that. Yeah. Um, I, not laughed at that, I enjoyed that. I, I, I also kind of, you know, I liked that Joe had a heart to a certain degree. I'm down with a face turn on Joe. I'm absolutely down. With I do feel like his, his options have been exhausted yeah, as exactly. a heel. As a heel, yeah, go face for a little bit. I, I'm to- I'm actually cool with it. Yeah, and the fans were great with him last night when he came down that second time to sit in that ring. The song hit, the song hit, and the fans were going, "Joe, Joe, Joe." People are behind him, so let him go face for a little bit now. Like you said, there's other options for him to explore if he's face. It would be yeah, because I feel like he really has. I mean. He's lost to everyone. Yeah. He's lost to every face. Right. Like, at the end of the day, every time he's in a title match, he loses. Yeah. And And you know what? He's played his role perfectly. He has. Reward him with the guy with a face run. Yeah. where Because look at it. It's not like he can't do that. Right. I was huge fan of Smojo and Impact when he was a face. When yep. he first came in there and he was like doing his thing. Or just in general, this, a lot of times he was a face in Impact. Mm-hmm. And I loved him. Like, I thought he was... I, I, for a lot, for a good stretch of time, he was my favorite wrestler, yeah, Samoa Joe. I can see that. During that period of time, uh, you know, AJ Styles is up there, but like Samoa Joe was my guy for a little while during that stretch of time and impact when they were first like, on Spike and stuff. Yeah. I loved him. I thought he was great. Um, but he has it in him to be a face. Sure. And so, yeah, I thought if this is, I actually, when it was over, I thought, yeah, it's kind of smart to turn Joe face again. Yeah. He really has been a heel since day one. In WWE. And AJ is a heel now. True. So you could switch the tables. You can. Yeah. 
Didn't even think about that. It's also possible. It's all possible for him. And you know what? And Andrade. Him fighting Andrade again is possible now as a face. Drew McIntyre? Drew McIntyre is there for him as well. Yeah, and uh, Balor is going away, so someone's got to take that spot. That's a good point, too. I didn't face. really think about that. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually all in on yeah. Smojo as a face now. And it kind of makes sense that it's like, it's almost like the little brother thing. I know it's not his little brother, but it's like, no, I can right. do dastardly things. But, like, I was trying to kill him. Now you have messed up me trying to kill him by trying to kill him, so I must kill you. Right. I kind of like that idea of like uh, of a way to kind of like turn Joe without changing who he is. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I liked it. Um, I also, I guess they showed new angles of the the original attack, yeah, and yeah. you see Rowan yeah, walking, walking away, away from the scene of the crime now. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was helping Daniel. Could be. Um, I don't know. We'll what? find out, obviously. Um, but also, um, I liked Triple H being there. I thought yeah. it added a sense of realism. Sure. Um, yeah, I liked it. Yep, and we'll see. And maybe Joe's the mastermind of this whole thing. Who knows? I was wondering that while watching it. <laughs> so I was wondering He's that. playing nice just to trick Roman. We'll see. But either way, it's great to see him like, kind of be a part of this whole program. Uh, and don't bash Renee when Michael Cole is dropping diamonds. Like, it's pretty clear what, that what happened tonight was deliberate out of his mouth. Okay, let's move on next to the <gasps> fatal four. There was another thing. I, I want to say it was sakes, about don't the Don't bash Renee when Cole's getting away with shit like that. I want to say it was at the... It was, I forget what it was, but there was something where Michael Cole and Corey Graves could not stop giggling over something they said. Yeah. And she was like, you guys are stupid. And it cra- <laughs> cracked me up. I forget what it was. Corey even told her to shut up last night. <laughs> I was like, what? All right. Yeah, no, there was, some, there was definitely some shots being thrown on commentary. I, yeah. I forget exactly what it was, but I just remember thinking whatever they were laughing at, it was, oh, 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 that's what it was. It was during the, the tag match when they couldn't stop laughing about the word scurvy. Oh, about yeah. Kyrie sca- saying having scurvy. Yeah. And then. She, pirate queen. Yeah. yeah. And then she was just like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> I, 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 I laughed. That was one of my favorite, like, natural Renee. Like, you guys are stupid. <laughs> well, good segue, man. We got to jump into this fatal four way tag match before we run out of time for oh. the titles, for the tag team titles. Do you want to go do a victory lap before we finish this? Uh, thank you. Well, look, the Iconics were, were taking on Mandy Rose and Sonya and Nikki and uh, Alexa and uh, the Kabuki Warriors there, Kari Sane uh, uh, and uh, Asuka. So to me, uh, I was really surprised if they had the Iconics go out first. But that tells you where they thought the Iconics really were with that belt. And I wonder if Vince goes, I messed up. Just once. Can you look in the mirror and go, I really fucked that up. This guy. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. This, this guy. Terrible decision. You buried the titles. You essentially buried the freaking titles and sent Sasha off TV. Anything that takes Sasha off my television, including her doing it to herself, I don't like. So to me, this was a, 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 this was a way maybe to kind of get it out of the way. But this was a decent match. There were a couple of blown Can spots. Can you say that at least in the beginning of the match when the yeah, Iconics some- were given a chance to wrestle that they did impress? Yeah, I did write that down. In my, and I did write that down. I said uh, they had great tag team moments. Yes. And I don't disagree with that at all. I wish that could be more consistent throughout their matches. Uh, And I think they would have stayed with the belts 
and had a little more of a legacy, so to speak, uh, if they had been able to do that consistently through matches, whether it's their decision or creative decision. It's not their decision. Not to let them do that. It was not their decision. Fair enough. Um, I don't have inside information. I don't know. Uh, but, like, we get them eliminated first, then uh, uh, Sonya and Mandy get eliminated but, but, with a tap. Did, did you see uh, the so video that WWE.com posted of the commercial break after the Iconics lost? Oh, with them running around? Or, or yeah, like running, around, running like around three minutes just what was, f- what screaming. Was that all about? Like, oh, they, so funny. Like, give our belts up. back or something? Yeah, like yeah. Oh, when they okay. were screaming to get the, the, they didn't lose. And, and yeah. Billy Kate just kept going like, "Yo, referee, you see my my, my shoulder went up," <laughs> and she keeps doing like she kept like kicking like that, like she was Elaine dancing at a party or whatever from Seinfeld. Um, and I, oh, it was it was cracking me <laughs> up. And she made this just like inaudible noise while screaming at the timekeeper to give the title belts back. Yeah, I, I laughed. Uh, yeah, it was surprising to have mm-hmm. the Iconics lose first, but yeah. uh, it didn't. As much, I, I, I don't think that it was necessarily where the company sees them and more so of it made you invested in the match because now you go, oh, well, yeah, that's well, fair. Now there's going to be a new champion. Totally I fair. I have to keep watching this. Totally fair. Yeah. And then we did end up having a new champion. Uh, Mandy and Sonya get eliminated next. Mandy taps out. Although Mandy and that, that, uh, that was kind of a blown thing with her and uh, Asuka where she picked her up. And then, like, placed her down instead of dropping her. That was a little weird and confusing. But, they, but it led to her getting tapped out eventually. So they go out. Uh, and then the Kabuki Warriors versus Nikki Cross and Alexa. I don't like the decision, but I understand why the decision was made. It helps to solidify them more with the fans. But the Kabuki... I, I'm like, why do you have Paige if Paige is not going to do anything? Why is Paige on the side of the ring if she ain't going to interfere in some way? In not, I don't mean in a heel way, but she can interfere in some way to help the Kabuki Warriors. So to me, this was frustrating because those two ladies can wrestle. Yeah, that was my problem with it, too, is that you go, like, well, the, I, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross haven't even really been involved in, in all of this. And they, have, they don't even really have chemistry. Like, to watch them wrestle together, I don't sense chemistry. Fair. And fair. with Kari and Asuka, told, and just look, Kari doing that thing with Alexa was... <laughs> Brilliantly funny. She also did this one funny moment, which was totally just an impromptu thing, where she went to go like break up the pin, but the pin already got uh, uh, Oscar already kicked out, yeah. and so like she started running in, and then it just looked like she was kind of like like floating in the like <laughs> corner while the ref pointed at her, and she was like, kind of like went back, which. Killed me. I, didn't, I feel like I didn't get enough credit. Yeah. Oh, I just gave a cramp in my leg. There you go. Oh, there you go, old man. Stre- I can't stretch like that. There anymore. you go, old man. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I laughed that. But I also um, I, I I completely agree with you. Yeah. I think that well, in terms of um, I, who should have won the match, yeah. the the Kabuki Warriors, they're just like drifting. They're they they need something to do. Yeah. People love Kyrie Sane. People love Oscar. Yeah. People love Paige. Why are you just having them flow aimlessly? You know, into the into the void of not doing anything. Like Kyrie Sane, I think she's been in a total of like six matches since yeah. she's gotten the call up. She's a former NXT Women's Champion. Like people love her. People yeah. were like super into Kyrie Sane. She could be she could be pushing tons of merch. Kyrie oh, yeah. Sane is could be a merch machine in the same way that New Day was or is if 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 uh, carved in the right way if, if handled yeah. appropriately because. Dude, she's like colorful. She's got this whole thing going on, and 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 you know, Oscar is this like beast. Yeah, Oscar is this like undefeatable monster. You know, um, Kyrie Sane is this lovable pirate princess that's colorful. Um, you could be doing a lot with that. Yeah. Um, and to me, Alexa Bliss and, and Nikki Cross didn't need it. Yeah, they don't. They need already it. have their moment of bliss segments. Yeah. They already are 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 doing lots of things with mm-hmm. those two. Mm-hmm. I don't think they needed it. Yeah. And I get that, yes, okay, fine. 
you look at you look at it this way. You go, okay, they probably took it off the Iconics because they weren't using the Iconics on TV. They couldn't fi- think of something to do with them. Right. However, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they already know what they're doing with yeah. them. They're already using them on TV. So this way, people aren't bitching every day about the the women's tag team titles not being represented on the show. Well, and they're already in a program. And they're with killing Bailey. two birds with one stone. And they're already in a program with Bailey for a title, right? No, because so- she's with Ember Moon now. Oh, right, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, she's yeah. going right, against Ember Moon now. But, but still. So you go, well, look it. We're featuring Alexa Bliss and Nick Cross all the time. Yeah, yeah, so you might as well put the title on them so that way the show's represented. We kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. We've got ladies on the show, but they're also tag team titles. Um, I get it. I get the thought process behind it. Right. I just think that you would have gotten a lot more out of put, getting, getting behind the Kabuki Warriors. No one's more surprised than me that I'm like not happy that Alexa won. Yeah, I'm actually very surprised. Yeah, but like I also understand that the narrative of this is those those the Kabuki Warriors needed a freaking title. They need titles. And I don't know if it's limited. Is it that Paige is limited with how much she can travel and do stuff? I, I don't, don't think so. know. I don't know. I don't think so. She's always going back home on her Instagram. I see well, her. She doesn't have to be the live events and stuff. Right. And that's what I wonder about. If they, if they put the title on the Kabuki Warriors, will she have to increase her travel schedule? I don't know. It wouldn't matter if she did. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know how I don't think that works. has anything to do with it. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but we'll see what they do with this. A lot, of times the managers aren't nece- some, a lot of times the managers aren't necessarily on the live events. Okay. Just, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, we'll see what happens if this helps or hurts. But, you know, maybe this sets up something down the road. Certainly, if Sasha comes back and Bailey loses the belt somehow, Sasha and Bailey back together again going after those belts against someone, against two girls who had teamed up against Bailey, Sasha, I mean, Nikki and Alexa, could work down the road. We'll see. Uh, and Alexa Bliss was kind of like, you know, you know, uh, you know, st- you know, kind of rubbing it in the fact that they're not tag team title, that Bailey is not tag team champion anymore. Yeah, right. Uh, Semi recently. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, if Sasha is coming back, I guess in theory you could say that you could have Bailey drop the title to Ember Moon at SummerSlam, right? And start a new thing with Alexa Bliss and Nikki and Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's finish out. We'll see what happens. Obviously, as it goes down, we'll see what happens. Let's finish off here with Miz TV welcoming Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler. Dol- I actually enjoyed Dolph's promo this time around, even though it had shades of stuff he said before. There was something a little more authentic to it this time around that I enjoyed. Um, he signs the contract, thinking he's going to fight Miz. Miz with that crazy jacket he's wearing goes back at Ziggler, saying, "Oh yeah, this is the problem with you. You never read the fine print, and it's not me you're fighting. We're going to fight on Raw." Ziggler's confused by this. You think it's Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels says, oh, no, it's not me. It's Goldberg. And damn it. That's- it's not me. It's someone that you actually don't want to watch wrestle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's Goldberg. And w- the fans go insane. That man is still over no matter what he does. Ryan, please take it. No, I mean, I, you guys, you, you and Erica, my girlfriend, to those of you who are li- watching and listening, took my tweet last night. In a crazy direction. Mm. I was not saying I'm excited to watch Goldberg wrestle again. Oh, it's I was felt like it. very much not a fan of that Super Showdown match. Okay. What I no, was saying, no, no was, right? I, I am just not a negative person like you, Roka. So <laughs> I was choosing <laughs> or to honest, take the positive. No, I was being honest. I'm not negative. I'm I, honest. Go ahead. Yeah. I was choosing to find the positive of last night mm-hmm. of going, okay. I didn't like this, but I'm like everyone else. I don't want to just rush to my phone and be like, Matt Riddle for life, fuck this. You know, like I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be like, fuck Goldberg. I looked at it and I go, you know what? The, the optimist in me, the objective person in me mm-hmm. looked at it and went, you know what? 
We gave Undertaker was in that match too, and I get that Undertaker obviously has more goodwill with the entire wrestling community You're than right. Goldberg. But Goldberg's a legend, man. Like I'm sorry, like, he is a legend. Of like course. you know, like Goldberg drew huge crowds. Mm-hmm. Like Goldberg is is a legendary wrestler. Like he might not have some of the best matches of all time. Sure, sure. But he does have some of the most memorable matches of all time. He's got a couple of most memorable matches of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say like all of them, but he's got some extremely memorable matches. I've got nothing against. No, I know. Yeah. And 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 so, to me, I just said all I said was that I would like to see him redeem himself from the match he had at Super Showdown because I don't want that to be the memory that people have of Goldberg. Yeah. I don't want that to be the final memory of Goldberg. That shitty match in Saudi Arabia that was already controversial for right. where it was. For you know, then on top of it, this the just the way it all unfolded to where now it's become even a thing on TV where they're talking about how terrible the match was on TV, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen very often where you hear no, on right. TV that a mat, that one of their own matches was terrible. Um, so you know everyone felt that way about it. And so all I was saying is that I I would I I would love to see him redeem himself with a decent match, a good match, a, a passable match yeah. at, at SummerSlam that we're not, like, rolling our eyes at. Um, and I do think that having him up against someone like a Dolph Ziggler, who's a bump machine, who can work. Dolph Ziggler can work his ass off. Sure. He's, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. Um, he can help make Goldberg look good, is but all I'm saying. If this is a three-minute match, mm-hmm. will it make him look good? No. If it's a 10-minute match, it will. Right, but he hasn't fought a 10-minute match since he came. I mean, the, the has, other, that Super Showdown match was like 10 minutes. And what happened there? That's what that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, well, that's what concerns me, because Ziggler shouldn't be going out for a three-minute match. He should go out there for a longer match. Agreed. Okay. I hope that it's a 10-minute match. Okay, and that he redeems himself. And that it's, and that it's not... Goldberg's not known for fighting long matches. That's, that's not that thing. long. 10 minutes is not that long. Okay, but I mean, in comparison to what Goldberg has wrestled before. He's wrestled 10-minute matches. He's wrestled 30-minute matches. I mean, uh-huh. he's wrestled long matches sure. before. Not, not a younger. very long time. I was going to say, when he was younger. But yeah. he can get through a 10-minute match. I hope so. I hope. I would like to say, do I think that it's, it's, it's going to be entertaining if he goes out there and spears him, hits the jackhammer, and leaves? No, I think that would be stupid. Right. I, I and I, I have no problem saying that. Right. But I do think that if they want to redeem the name of Goldberg a little bit, that, that having a squash match isn't really how to do it. Yeah. It's going out there and putting a 10-minute match that shows that Goldberg can still yep. lace up the boots and put on a fucking good match if he's in there with the right opponent and not someone else who has been away from the ring for an extended amount of time, you right, know? Right. Someone who can carry him to a match that makes Goldberg look good. Yep. Like, that's what used to happen, you know? Yep. Like, no, true. You know, so, so that's what I hope for when I say that. You know, okay. I, am I excited to see Goldberg in the ring again? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that he's... I. I don't have confidence that it's going to happen. Right. But I do hope that he's able to make it happen since they have that confidence in him. You yeah. know, that, that, that they're going out there and putting him on that stage again after Super Showdown. So um, I don't think it's a good idea. Right. I don't, I, I'm not hyped to see Goldberg again. However, I would love to see him prove everyone wrong. Yeah. That's more so what That's I meant fair. in my tweet. Okay. Well, maybe Eric and I want you to be a little more clear with your tweets. <laughs> <laughs> no, that? you and Erica want me to be meaner in my tweets. <laughs> One last thing. Um, I know we got to – dude, we're over an hour, and I'm so sorry, but there was so much to talk about last night. There was a lot night. last night. Uh, one last thing. Dustin, and this is my own point of view, 
It's very interesting. SummerSlam is almost WrestleMania light now with two legends wrestling here with uh, Trish and Goldberg yeah. wrestling solo matches. Interesting. I thought that too. Yeah. I, I, last night I was thinking, wow, it's an interesting decision to have Goldberg and Trish Stratus on the show mm-hmm. uh, showcasing legends almost like a Super Showdown type show yeah, yeah. where they're doing that. I also thought it was an interesting choice. Um, the Trish match I'm obviously hyped for. Yeah, definitely. Um, you have more faith in that one. Yes. Uh, Goldberg, we'll see. The, yeah. the, 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 you know, I, the, the jury's out, obviously, yeah. on, on what they're going to do with that. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was an interesting decision. It felt to me a lot like them going like, like, hey, look, look, we still have other stars that we haven't yeah. always brought out, even though Goldberg's increasingly becoming one of them. But it's yeah. like, there's other legends in our catalog that we can pull out whenever we want to, yeah. like, blow you away. And I feel like that's the vibe they're trying to go for. Yeah, that's fair. We'll see what happens. I, I'm, I'm excited. It's a send-off show for SummerSlam this weekend. I'm excited for it. And also a takeover. We'll see what happens tomorrow night on SmackDown Live. All right, that's our Raw uh, Wrestling recap here on the wrestling, uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, Ryan, tell them where they can read, listen, and watch everything we do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the videos that we do here of the Raw and SmackDown recaps. Also, Wrestling Sheet Radio with myself, uh, Jamie Iovine and Elijah Bates. Also, I have an interview hitting the YouTube channel later this week with Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champion Ethan Page. It's a really fun conversation that we have for about an hour here in the office. Lots of fun stuff. I think you guys will love it. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel so that you get a notification when it goes out there. Uh, if you're watching this video on there, please like and subscribe. It helps out a lot. Uh, leave comments. I read them. I respond to some of them when I have time or Mainly the good ones. I responded to the good <laughs> ones. Uh, so make sure you guys go check out uh, that and subscribe. And also, if you just want to listen while you're driving, working out, cooking, doing whatever, uh, check out our podcast feed. It's on all the major podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. There you go. And uh, you can follow him at Ryan Said. Follow me at The Roka Says. And we'll talk to you tomorrow with a SmackDown Live recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. ProWrestlingSheet.com. Napa at Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. 